Ladies, ladies a leisure, ladies, ladies a leisure, ladies, ladies a leisure, leisure. Hello and welcome to Ladies of Leisure. I'm Lisa. And I'm Sljana. Today's word is romance. Romance, it's so beautiful. So I'm not going to lie. I was terrible in romance. I'm like a hopeless romantic. So this I mean, I would like to think I was a hopeless romantic. Every week I meet up and watch like googly sitcoms and stuff like that. I know, that's true. I had high hopes. This so I know some of our friends have said you don't fail in life and like failure is fine and mm-hmm. failing forward's great. This was a fail. Okay. So that's fine. Let's go with you. Okay. You're a hopeless romantic. All let's right. win. Let's win at this. All right. Let's win at this. <laughs> well, obviously, like what is more romantic than a candlelight dinner at an Italian restaurant? Oh my God. That's the uh, epitome of romance. There was Italian music in the background. Oh my God. The Olive Garden ruined Italian music for me. <laughs> but would you like, was it, was it Dean Martin or was it like when the sun Just, hits your eye like a big pizza oh, pie? I wish it was. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was just like Italian, like cl- like string based music. Oh, that's lovely. It's a classy place. It's not the Olive Garden. Honestly, though, it was in the weirdest location ever. <laughs> Johnny happened to pick it out at like it's in Tyson's, but it's in like this. You have to go like on a roundabout way. I used to in live Tyson's. in Tyson's. Where is it's it? It's like D- Domenico, D- Domenico's or something Me. like that. I know that place. Yes. Oh, you went to a swanky place. So outside, it looks like a, like just a crap house. Yep. It's It's a crap house. Wild. But it's not. It looks, yeah. It's like, what am I trying to, oh, a shopping center area Mm -hmm, kind of thing. mm -hmm. But inside is like beautiful. And like the waiters are all like Italian. For real, they give you so much delicious bread. I was like, I'll just, I'll just eat all here. the bread. I'll just all eat the bread. All the they bread. weren't the frozen breadsticks you get at the OG. No, yeah. though, those breadsticks were delicious, delicious back in the day. So, anyways, and it was a totally impromptu thing for us. Johnny had like gotten done with work early, and I was coming home, and we usually like text each other like to make sure, like, hey, heading home. Is this home. gonna be okay? Yeah. Yeah. Like, just want to let you know, like, coming him. Love yeah. you. Smooches. And he, I was like, why don't we go? This is the week of romance. I was like, why don't we go and just like meet up and get dinner? And so he was like, okay, let's do it. And we did. And it was lovely. Just wow. like so romantic. And it was like mood lighting. They had candles. I didn't, I wasn't really dressed the part, to be honest with you, because it was like post work. And I, yeah. You, you look know. lovely at work, but maybe not date night, sexy worthy. Right, yeah. right. It was a Friday, so like... Ooh, it's cash Friday. Cash Friday. Yeah, okay. So, but whatevs. Yeah. Nonetheless, still Johnny had a, still loves you. Johnny still loves me. I still very much love him. And we had, I had some wine and just good conversation. Beautiful. And it was amazing. Speaking of good conversation, I want to make this plug. At first, I thought I was like being a big dum-dum, but... I like the idea and it, I think, is a good tip for all to know. I think it's good in any scenario. It doesn't necessarily just have to be romance. Okay. I sometimes like to look before we like do a date night or we're going to go on a long road trip or whatever. 
I sometimes like to look up questions to ask your partner. Oh, we do that too. Like, yeah. you know, when you've been with someone for a while, you're like, well, I feel like you make the assumption that you like know everything about the person. Or if you're like us, we default to talking about like the kids or something boring right. and adulty. Right. Yeah. And you're like, I still really feel like I have so much to know yeah. about you. So You're a penisoid. I love you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That should be the title right. of this. <laughs> so I just thought I like before date nights, I generally like just I go on like Pinterest and it's like questions to ask. Like your Yeah, I think I did similar one. things. Yeah. And I love it. I only like remember usually like remember like three to five, but I think it always like gets us like to think about a topic differently and start good conversation. So little tip to keep things a little spicy in your relationship. And honestly, even in your friendships, I would say like, yeah, instead of being like, how was your weekend? It could be like, you know, what's your passion? Ooh. <laughs> Something like, I mean, that's a silly example, but no, you, get, it's not you, silly. Get, you get what I'm saying. I, because I failed at romance, I feel like this is my plug to jump in and say something I did. Jump on in my right. friend. <laughs> so we were at a get together this weekend and I asked, what was everyone's for tendency? Why don't you tell everyone about the tendencies right. first? Gretchen Rubin does a Happier with Gretchen Rubin podcast. And she also wrote a book, The Four Tendencies. And it's the, what drives you? Is it external factors or internal motivation? So for instance, I'm a questioner. The questioner needs lots of information in order to make their decision. Mm-hmm. And then once we make it, we're going forward. So if I get a lot of information of like, this is the best way to write your novel for National Write Novel Month, then I'm going to go ahead and, and execute on that. The upholder is like the most beautiful person in the room. Uh-huh. They, if someone says, hey, this is the deadline, you have to meet it, they'll meet it. That's an external factor. But if they also decide, oh, you know what I'm going to do? Write a novel for National Write Novel Month then they will also do it. So they can do their internal and external. Impressive. Right. Those people are very few and far between. Obligers do everything external and they ignore a lot of their internal motivations uh-huh. until they lose their minds. Uh-oh. And seemingly out of nowhere, an obliger could suddenly lose it. That, those people scare me. Right. And they're great until they're not. And it's usually because, hey, I've been doing this for you the whole time. Like I've met deadlines. I've met everything that you've asked for. But because they haven't been doing a lot of self-care, they just like kind of lose it after a while. And then they like, they have a cool off period and they're fine. And so then there's the rebel. And what I find fascinating is anyone who's a rebel because Uh they don't like deadlines. So any external motivations of like, oh, you should do this because of blah, blah, blah. They're like, F you, I'm not doing it. And then when they have internal motivations, like, oh, I should really do a painting. They're like, F paintings. Paintings are the worst. And like, <laughs> they won't do anything. And when I read about rebels in the book, I was like, these sound like the most ridiculous people on the planet. And every time I meet someone who said, oh, I took the test. It's a very quick test you can take online. Like, I'm like, you're a rebel. I don't understand how you function. And my recent pen pal from the last time that we, I started being an extrovert online. I mentioned uh-huh. the Creative Adventure Rocket Club. My pen pal, I found out she's a rebel. I was like, I don't understand what you said. 
so how do you function? You're running a forum. You're, you wrote like two books. I don't understand. And she kind of addressed being a rebel, but I just find them fascinating. But the other thing that you said, which was asking questions, not only do I do that with Alex, like when we have date night or something, I'll Google. And I think one of the best questions we asked recently was, Hey, if you get handed $10 million, what are the first thing, three things you buy? Mm-hmm. But with the, my pen pal, I'm ending every email we send to each other with a question. Ooh. Because then you have to answer my email. Right. I ask you a question. It's the catch all. Getting some good questions for a rebel is apparently hard. So I asked her, I was like, what are two things on Pinterest that you want to do in the next two months? Which by the way, I phrase like this by the end of the decade, because in two months it's 2020. Sure is. <laughs> sure. And when I say is. it like that to people, people are like, oh my God. So anyway, yes, that was a long rabbit hole to make it sound like I did something for a romance. I think you did. We're going to go back to you now. Please tell us more about well, your pasta dinner. I, I have a question. Oh yeah. What do you think? What tendency do you think I am? Okay. I'm going to say questioner. Okay. Okay. I don't know yet. I'm okay. taking the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know if you're right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Continue taking the quiz. Cause I had another rabbit hole. I wanted tell to go me. down. Tell okay. me. So there was a little bit on learning about rebels where I found out a couple of my close friends, including Julie, who has helped me figure out that my foot problem is just having trashy footwear. She is a rebel and you like rebels, but they just suddenly like are not reliable, but you still love them. So I just wanted to give a little plug out there for all the rebels in the world. People love you. It's just, we don't, we can't, we can't actually rely upon you for anything. And I'm very surprised when I find rebels like this person, who's my pen pal, Kim Worker, who is a beautiful person, but she's, she can't be counted on apparently. Okay. Cause yeah. she's a rebel. Cause she's a rebel. Yes. Yes. It does sound like just like sheer chaos in their it, life. Right. I was like, I love organized chaos, like reaching across my desk and grabbing like the pencil I left there amidst like all the trash of magazines and other things. But organized chaos is not, oh, I don't know what direction in life I'm going. And that kind of terrifies me. Did you figure out what tendency you are? I am two questions away. Okay. From it. Before... You have to dive into it. I'll let you answer those two questions. Here's my thing on romance. You know what I did? I want to know. I read a lot of trashy romance because that's that's my goal. Slurdy, yeah. slurdy. Yeah. And I even gave you two one-handed pages. I can't wait to read them. Okay. So in Bust Magazine, the magazine for women who want to get things off their chest... At the back of the magazine is a one-handed read because, you know, sometimes you only need one hand because the other is busy doing other things. Busy. Busy. And they have these one-pager short stories that are basically, you know, just some dirty stories getting it on. So I gave two that I clipped out for you, but I started writing my Tomatillo Gardenia for reals, 200 words every day. I have been successful in doing that. And there is a lot of dirty places my people are doing it. It's not romantic, but it is. I bet. Like, Steamy. 
Jeff takes my main character out next to the dumpster to have sex under the stars. Wow. He even laid out a little picnic basket and my main character said, do you do this for all? Did breadsticks with his breadsticks? There, there's no breadsticks in this scene. Not even his breadsticks. Mm, well, that's a different <laughs> chapter. <laughs> I just wanted to say his breadsticks. And he takes her out and she's like, do you do this for all the ladies? He's like, I've never had a reason to until now. <laughs> so sexy and romantic. So yeah, there you go. Okay. What are you? I'm still doing it. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm almost there. I'm almost no, there. No, well, I think we've successfully yeah. almost gone through like all of my romance that I've yeah. done. So I'm going to look at my mind map. So some of the reasons I felt like a, a I didn't fail because that's a strong word, but I think it's different. I used to send, you mentioned questions earlier. I used to send emails to my now husband, but at the time we were just dating, I was like within the first two years of our relationship, emails where it'd be a list of like vanilla chocolate ice cream. Oh, or cute. Like, right. It was cute. And I thought about doing that like in the week of romance and I'm too tired. And then I thought, oh, I could leave notes, like a little post-it note on the bathroom. Like, hey, love your face. You're so beautiful. Didn't do that. And then thought, oh, I should send him a sexy text message. Ooh. And they call I that realized, sext. Yeah. I realized he doesn't check his text messages. So, okay, that's not going to work. Then I was like, okay, well, maybe I could just be like super like into him. I'm exhausted at the end of the day. So I was like, you did great. I love your face. You want to watch Watchmen? It's like the next episode, episode two. And he's <laughs> like, I totally do. Okay, great. I great. Love you. Maybe yeah. that's your new form of love though. Well, and so that's what I thought. I was like, I, I was talking to a few people asking them like what their version of romance is. Oh my God, you're a questioner. Oh I my am God. A new questioner. Breaking news. Breaking news. Yeah. I mean, just the way we are on this podcast made me think you're a questioner. Yeah. Like we don't just jump full throttle. We got read all the things. I need the deets. Yeah. Alex is also a questioner. You should give Johnny and report back what he is. But yeah, so I realized a lot of things I wanted to do that I wrote, like date night at home. We we like watching shows. Yeah, that's always really fun. And like cuddling, like we're kind of into cuddling. Oh, we're cuddle monsters. But we're like into our dog between us cuddling. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, maybe it's because we've had our kids touching us all day. Like, I just walked upstairs and both it's kids are like on top of him. Weird for you not to have somebody hanging on your side. Right. And so we're like, oh my God, Yoda's our beautiful hairy baby between us. And we love her through us. It's like the most beautiful family unit without those butt monkeys around us. <laughs> I love your face. And like, I think the way we show like romance was, I was like, baby, I know you, you said you didn't want ice cream. But Ben and Jerry's was three for ten dollars. <laughs> do you want some Ben and Jerry's? And he's like, I do want some Ben and Jerry's. I love You'll your face. feed yourself, and I'll feed yeah. myself, and we'll and each get our individual pints. Right, and then like we make ice cream for each other, and then we're like, yeah, and like if I really love him, I put sprinkles on it because I, I hate sprinkles. I yeah, I don't really dumb. care for sprinkles he either. Sprinkles, so he knows I'm in love with his face if I put sprinkles on Aww, it. Yeah, that's adorable. Yeah. Okay, so let's go back to you for winning okay. on romance. Really? Now that we know your question. Okay. All right. So we actually did do a date night in, Ooh. but it was like a surprise ish. 
surprised by you. No, John. Well, like Johnny, I, so I was out of town and Johnny came to get me, pick me up from the airport, but we were texting the day before and I was like, Hey, it would be really nice to just like, cause I had been gone for like several days. So I always like to like have a debrief sesh with him and just like see what he's been up to and whatever. So one of our very first Well, not first, but like within the first few months of dating, we had this like epic night where I made this like ultimate charcuterie platter. Oh. And we decided to do dirty. We signed me more. We decided to do our own wine flights (gasps) at home. Oh my gosh. Yep. Yep. So got multiple like bottles of wine and like put out like four different glasses with four different types of wine. Can you set up my wine date? Maybe I should have had you set up my room. Don't get me excited. I would love to. (laughs) It would be so amazing. (laughs) You would like hate me by the end of it probably. Oh no. This sounds beautiful. Tell me more about this. So we like, I made this beautiful platter and then Johnny got all these different wines and we watched 50 Shades of Grey. (gasps) Did you? Sure did. Oh my gosh. So that was like within like the first few months of dating or whatever. So every once in a while, we have like an epic charcuterie date night at home. And so after being out of town, I was like, let's do it again. And I came home. He picked me up from the airport. He had like the platter made. He cleaned the entire house. (gasps) Oh, oh my god! I was like, "Oh my gosh, this oh my is god. amazing!" Did you I just was like, do him on the kitchen right then and there? <laughs> I didn't. No, no, I didn't. But I was just but, like, "This right. is amazing!" Yeah. I am so thankful for you. Like, it was the house is beautiful, and he like lit some candles, oh. and we like watched a movie, and we just caught up, and it was amazing. So that is romance. It was very sweet. It was like acts of service and also like food in my belly. Yeah. And also like reminiscent of like our past. Oh my God, that's so romantic. I feel like I'm watching a Hallmark movie right now. I know. He's the best. Yeah. So that was another little romantic gesture. But of course, no word of the week is complete until we get people's definitions of it. Oh, yes. And I will say that Johnny's definition and my definition were like so different. But (laughs) in a way, they actually... Uh, like it makes sense. So I I asked him, I said, what do you, what's your definition of the word romance? And this is a quote. He said, doing something you don't like to do to trigger your partner's feeling of being loved. LOL. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's it. And yep. I was like, honestly, that's pretty fair and pretty true fair. and yeah. very true. Yeah. So, Agreed. cause there's like other, there's things that I do that I don't necessarily love to do, but I know it's important to him and it makes him feel happy. Yeah. So sprinkles. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Just, (laughs) it's a constant compromise of doing things you don't like because you love another person. Right. And then I asked him, I said, what do you think is romantic that I do for you? And he was like, well, I don't think about it like that. And I said, well, what do you mean? He said, he feels that romance is a word only women use to describe men's actions going back to the whole thing of like, if Johnny does something for me, 
I'm like, oh, he thought of me. It's so romantic. Right. But like if I do something for him, I, he doesn't say like, wow, Sljana, that's so romantic. Like, I don't think he's ever said that. But he appreciates like actions. He just doesn't use romance as like a descriptive word in his like vocabulary. Interesting. Okay. So, and then know. we asked Alex before we started this thing and it was very similar. He was like, oh yeah, like that sounds about right. He agreed with Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of interesting though to think about, you yeah. know, just like, oh, I guess the guys don't really say like, oh, that's just so romantic yeah, well, towards me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's more of like is a this, background. Is this going to work? Is this going to work? I think if I tell work. her, she's like really pretty. She'll like probably cry a little bit. And then, yeah. Boom, boom. But I also realize like when it comes to us, like I am a person of grand gestures. I just like love the whole sh- like kit and caboodle of it all. Like I like acts of like small little things like, oh, I was walking in the grocery store and I, I saw this stuffed animal. I don't like stuffed animals. Right. But like, I saw these like flowers for $2 and I brought them for you. But I also like would love it if somebody just, if Johnny was like, I decorated this bedroom with like candles and flowers all over it. And like, there's a, we're having an indoor picnic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I get like once every blue moon, a grand gesture. Okay. But I'm a gift person. Okay. That's my like love language. You give or you, you want gifts. I want gifts. Oh, okay. Got it. And Alex has over time realized when I put things on my Amazon wish list, as much as he hates and thinks they're so stupid, Mm -hmm. he will buy up my entire list. And then he's even said to me, I think you're worth more than your list. Put more expensive items on there. <laughs> That's sweet. And I was like, oh my God, I am worth more. Thank you for recognizing me, Yeah, <laughs> I'm just trying to be frugal so that our family can eat and live. <laughs> there was that time in college I was poor. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, so I'll give myself like a C minus D plus because I thought about it and I tried, but I was like either the tired or like there were even times where I was like, I should do it right now. And then like something would happen. I was like, I don't Mm. love you as much as a note. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's the thing. I love doing a note and like Johnny will like do notes for me every once in a while. But I also have this shark that I use as my mechanism of talking to Johnny. So like, I think it's fun. Like if he's been gone for a while, like when we ran to Mexico, he bought this like wooden shark. And so like, (laughs) I I call him Sharky and I'll like (laughs) leave and I'll put like Sharky on his bed with like, um, Sildrana was really mean to me this entire time that you were gone, but <laughs> she told me to tell you that she like loves you the most amount. <laughs> so it's kind of like a little See, bit of a joke. That's where... <laughs> adorable. Meanwhile, like I was trying to leave notes. I was like, where will Alex find the notes in the bathroom where he spends hours of time? <laughs> and then like, I put a whiteboard above the toilet. <laughs> but then the kids trash it. And it was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Right. Wasn't my best of ideas. Yeah. <laughs> I also actually witnessed romance in the making. <gasps> Whoa. So we recently had the fall picnic that I was telling yes. you. And there was these two ladies that were setting up in the distance. And I was like fascinated. Oh, was that the date that I saw? Yes. 
Yes. I was fascinated. I watched them the entire time. And when the ladies came back. Okay. So start from the beginning because I didn't see the beginning. So... Oh, we were at Gravelly Point. Yeah. And then there was two ladies that were carrying like all this stuff. And they scra- there like, was like a easel, easel and a table. Everything. And like flowers, candles, flowers, yeah. like pillows. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this must be one of those companies that like helps guys like do a romantic proposal or whatever. And so I was like, amazed. I was like, oh, oh my gosh. And so this guy's like, this guy comes with this girl and she's running towards it and she's like so excited and whatever. And there was an easel and I I couldn't see from the distance. I couldn't see either. It was. It was just a date. It wasn't a proposal. Yeah, it, it looked just like, like just a date. It was honestly. just like a romantic little date, like day date, which I still thought was, I, it was very super sweet cute. They were looking cute. on the river towards DC. Yes. It was right where yes. the planes are taking off. So yes. like you know, great. But like at one point, he stood up, walked over to the easel, and then like mo- and like put something else up there. Yeah, I don't know. And I, I was didn't like, see that what part. Are, what's on the easel? I had I don't two know. of the two of the gals that were there at the party. I was like, hey, go walk by and see. What yeah, this is. I was really and, hoping when my kids made a run for it, so I could be like. What are you doing? Yeah. I almost walked over and said, what are you doing? But I, I was know. like, that's rude. Because, I, yeah, I didn't know. I was like, is it a proposal? Is it? And is then it when I saw a, the two ladies come and pick up everything, I was like, oh. And like, they, uh, the couple just literally walked off. That's yeah. all they had to do. That's all they had to do. So yeah. I think it's kind of sweet that yeah, there is something like sweet. that. And I'm sure if it was, if it happened to me, I'd be like, oh my God. Oh, I would be a weeping mess. I'd be like, is so, this where the blowy happens? Yeah. <laughs> Right here under the table. Right here, right now, (laughs) where the planes fly over us. It's going to be great. Everyone's jogging (laughs) behind us. It's fine. (laughs) So, yeah, I love seeing. And the other thing I'm like such a romantic about is when I see old people holding hands. Oh, my my God. God. Old people are the best. Yeah. So, I don't know. I guess I didn't do like a ton of romantic things. No, you did. Two solid dates. Yeah. We have like just natural. I would say that you're dating a romantic. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. We're cuddle monsters for sure. And we like little little things like that. We are just like, oh, hey, you want to have Ben and Jerry's and watch the Watchmen episode two. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hey. To each his own. And sometimes so. he comes up, he's like, hey, I'm going to go downstairs and play video games. I was like, I love your face. I love you too. Great. Yes. Let's be separate Let's for be hours. Let's be separate for hours. <laughs> I want to challenge our listeners to do something romantic once oh they gosh. hear this episode. I want to hear romantic things. I want to hear it. Like, I, I want to hear, hear who's your Mr. Darcy. Right. And like, we're... Christmas like love is upon us slowly oh, but surely. I love love actually. So, oh my god! <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh! Christmas okay. all around us. Oh my god! <laughs> I love it, but like I'm not ready for Christmas. Yet. I know. I, I know. Day it's... after Thanksgiving, you can kick it off, but don't yes. don't bring me Christmas right now. Agreed. I yeah, totally okay. agree. Right, good. So, Thank you. Pillars. Yeah. I didn't do anything for oh, butter. Oh, so burn. we've been doing butter off the buns because you oh, have laps. been. So proactive. You send me a, t- uh, a message at work and you're like, let's laps. do two laps. Laps on the laps. The only reason I've been getting 10,000 steps with my little like hurt footy has been because of you. Oh. Yeah. So I we're doing like a joint better off the bends. Joint buns. better off the bends. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Productivity. What'd you got? 
Uh, nothing. I mean, as the picnic was a success, but that was like type A Jana at a, at her finest. I really enjoyed seeing type A slow Jana. She doesn't pop out very often, but I was like, gosh, she is, is she? a planner. She is good to go. She was asking for wagons beforehand. I was like, wow, that is intense. <laughs> did you see my wagon? I did see it your wagon. It was amazing. And it was an amazing spread. It was delicious. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. So for productivity, I think I would say starting to engage on my night routine. So I'm a complete like mm. butt nut at night. And uh, I've probably gone about four months without like writing stuff down before I go to bed. Yep. But because I'm trying to fit in 200 words, sometimes I don't get in the morning. I've now been writing down where I've left off on the scene. One thing I want to do in the morning that would make me feel like a successful person. One of my friends, Michelle, was talking about, in fact, like three of us were talking about, are you a night or a morning person? And as long as you kind of accept who you are, it doesn't matter. But one of our friends, Nicola, blew our mind when she was like, so I'm a night person, but I can't get done what I need to do at night. It has to be in the morning, but mornings are rough. And I was like, that sounds like a terrible life. Yeah. What about yeah. the midday person? <laughs> at, there is no, like, is I that, know that is starting, that a thing? <laughs> so starting after 11 AM, I find that like, Oh, this is where my energy starts depleting. Oh, yeah. here we go. And then like two, two 30. That's when I'm like, Oh, Oh, we're hitting a wall. Yeah. We're the two o'clock blues are so real. Oh, so bad. Agreed. I think that I'm, I'm becoming a morning person. Oh my gosh. Tell me more. Ever since surgery, I, you know, I was going to bed early. You were early. doing meditation for 15 I'm minutes. I'm still, I'm yeah. still meditating every day. That's beautiful. So I purposely now get up in like by 6.15 every day so that That's I can lovely. meditate and take a leisurely morning and not just like rush out of the house. See, beautiful. And I make coffee in the morning and do all those lovely routine-like things. Uh, so. My butt monkeys didn't get the memo about daylight savings time. So we're we're all enjoying a leisurely morning. Yeah, we all took a mm-hmm. walk to the park at 7 a.m. Hey, you do what you, you got to d- do. You do. And, you know, I was sitting outside. I was like, you know what? I, I did say I wanted to be outside in the mornings more. This is how the universe manifested it. I think when you, when they're a little bit older, you should make their morning routine that they have to like be on a treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> everybody we're just gonna spend all your energy (laughs) so it's funny you mentioned that the treadmill plays a large part of our morning routine and did this morning because they bring all their matchbox cars Uh and they will run them down the treadmill at 1.5 miles per hour okay great they will also hold on to the edge of the treadmill and ask the other one to help them perfect yeah so and then that gives me a chance to update my bullet journal so it's fine there you go yeah amazing that's productivity and then laugh out loud Mm. Oh, mm. I know my laugh out loud. Oh, okay. My now recent biggest pet peeve is failure to print. Oh my gosh, I we yes. cannot stand when I need to go to a meeting and I just need to print out the freaking content for mm-hmm. said meeting. And I think it's going to take five minutes. And out of nowhere, there's no printer to be functional yeah anywhere near me in the entire freaking massive building that we work in and the ones that are like that exist are just like error air, in error state like yeah they're in error documents state. pending they're, yes they're like in it's just awful they just they're yep. like graveyard printers like they're just taking up space what are you doing with your life they're just it's a it's awful and so 
today you sent me a meme because you're a <laughs> you're a memeing. It's my communication style <laughs> these your, days. Yeah, and it was like it had it had like six heads. Yeah, and like different headaches, different headache like types of headaches, stress, like, migraine. They were like colored in like you know based on location, like lobes of the lobes brain. of the brain. And for the printer, b- printer headache, a giant red was head. just the, in, the tire head filled in. And I was like, <laughs> that's me. That is me. And I am that. And I, then I said, I'm going to bring it up in the next big town hall. And I feel like I will gain a following. You will gain a following. Yeah. I had a meeting with one of my colleagues and they said that my memes have made them so happy. They really wish I could make a job at that. And I was like, we work in career services, which is basically a career guidance counselors like department, right? Yes. And I was like, I would love for you to put me in a place where I could just make jokes all day. Maybe I could just sit in the cafeteria and like tell jokes. Uh huh. But I don't know that we have that work role of comedian. So I guess I'm just going to have to go. But then it spurred me to make a bunch more memes. And I even cracked myself out loud because this week I found pictures. So we have a professional photographer at work. Yes, I I know her. I really question their credentials because the pictures they put for events that we've been in are terrible. (laughs) They are the most ridiculous facial expressions. They're the ones that I'm taking at events when I don't tell people to pose and they have an open mouth and they have like mm-hmm. closed shut half eyes. I've been the recipient of that. Uh, I'll have to send you the pictures, but oh, I've yeah. been, I look like, I, like I'm like, my face looks kind of stuck. Yeah. And like, I have kind of a little bit of a double chin situation. Right. It's so not great. I started making text bubbles for everyone. I made a reference to Monopoly, Pasco. Like I'm not telling you, you it, to get promoted. You have to Pasco, but I'm not, not telling you that. Mm-hmm. Of course. That was my favorite. So, uh-huh. I laughed out loud while making that and then I sent it to the whole team and they <laughs> printed them out and posted them. I was like, yep, this is I have this I have infiltrated me. my team. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. So romance. There we go. Do something romantic or yeah. loving. I mean it's fun. And it's tell cold. us. Yeah, like, cozy cuddle with up. Yeah. Our next word of the week, we actually thought ahead of time on this one. We did. But you're better pronouncing it, so I'm gonna give yeah, this one to you. Luca. So if you liked Higgy, which is Huga. Huga. Yeah. Chaka. But I call it Higgy. <laughs> if you like that Swedish word, we got the Danish word Luca. L-Y-K-K-E. And it's more of a lifestyle change, but it's a guy that did Higgy. Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. wrote a book. He's actually got a PhD in happiness and works at the Happiness Institute. Which he created, right? Yeah. And it's a fascinating story if you listen to our next podcast. Can't wait. Can't wait. All right. All right, peeps. LOL. LOL.